listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about God's supernatural protection. This topic is especially on my mind and heart today after last night's devastating tornadoes that went through Tennessee, Middle Tennessee especially. Thankfully, as far as I know, no one I know was harmed, and I did a lot of praying to make sure that people that I love were not harmed because there were some people that I know that were very, very close to where the tornadoes touched down. And also, thankfully... Where I live, it was not in the line of the tornadoes. But it has me thinking a lot about how God protects his people and how God did supernaturally protect my loved ones last night as well. So this topic has come up a little bit in some of the interviews I've done in the last month or two. As people were sharing their own testimonies, there were some moments that people shared about how God had divinely protected them. If you recall me having Patty Bruner on, she talked about how God supernaturally spoke to her brother-in-law about starting on a drive early, so they entirely missed a snowstorm that they would have been caught in driving otherwise. And when I had Danette Shepard on, she talked specifically about being in a horrific car wreck that the firemen that were helping her out thought she had died in because the wreck was so bad, but she distinctly felt the presence of angels and God's protection around her, and she was pretty much untouched. So we've heard some stories like this in the midst of other testimonies in the last couple months, but today I want to talk specifically about God's protection. It says in the Bible that God is our strong tower. He is our protector and our covering. It says that he shields us with his love. And it also says that he sends his angels to protect us. There are a number of verses that talk about this. There are honestly so many that it's probably too many to share in this particular podcast, but I'm going to share some of them. We see at least two instances of God's supernatural protection in the book of Daniel. We see first with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, where they were sent into the fiery furnace to die. And the king had turned it up so much that his officials, when they went and looked and got close to it, they died, just putting them in because it was so hot. But... Partway through this time in the furnace, they looked from a distance in the fiery furnace, and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were all safe and alive inside the fiery furnace. But the officials didn't just see the three of them, they saw what they described as a fourth man in the fire. And it says in Daniel 3.28, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who put their trust in God, violating the king's command, and yielded up their bodies so as not to serve or worship any god except their own god. The one true god is what they're talking about. In that verse, it actually specifies little g, false god, and big g, true god. So, 
God sent an angel to protect them in the fire, a fire that was so hot, the king's servants who put them in the fire didn't even survive the heat from the outside. They survived on the inside because an angel of the Lord protected them. We also see a similar situation when the king begrudgingly put Daniel in the lion's den. He didn't want to, but he was forced to out of a loophole in the law. So he put Daniel in this lion's den, and he actually hoped that the Lord would save him because he had seen what God had done before. And then it says in Daniel 6.22, My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouths, and they have not harmed me. Inasmuch as I was found innocent before God and also toward you, O king, I have committed no crime. So it says his angel came and shut the mouths of the lion. So we see angelic protection right there. We see in Psalm 91, 11, it talks about God's angels. It says, for he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. And then verse 12 says, they will bear you up in their hands that you do not strike your foot against a stone. And other translations say so that you don't even hurt your foot on a stone. So he sends his angels to guard us in all of our ways and they hold us up and protect us. It says in Genesis 19, 15, that it was angels guiding and leading Lot and his wife and telling them that they needed to leave immediately out of Sodom and Gomorrah so that they would not be killed in the punishment of the city because God had chosen to spare Lot. Then we see in Psalm 34 and 7, another reference to angels protecting us. It says, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, meaning God, and rescues them. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and rescues them. So we see all of these references to angels' protection. And those were all Old Testament, but we see it in the New Testament also. It says in Matthew 18.10, See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that their angels in heaven continually see the face of my Father who is in heaven. So in that verse, we see a reference to guardian angels, and it talks about children having their own angels. There's also a reference to angels in Acts 27. And this is Paul speaking, and it says, For this very night, an angel of God, to whom I belong and whom I serve, stood before me, saying, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar, and behold, God has granted you all those who are sailing with you. Now this angel was telling him that they would be protected from a shipwreck, that they would be protected from this rough and rocky sea. So, Angels come for our protection. God himself guards us and shields us with his love. God brings supernatural protection. So I find this so awesome that God does this. And, you know, we see instances of it all the time in daily life. And sometimes we just don't really give God credit where credit is due. I know also when I had Patty Bruner on, we talked about how the timing of God can be his protection. Just like she experienced with him keeping them out of that snowstorm on the road, 
We also talked in that episode how on 9-11, when the Twin Towers fell, there were people that were supposed to be at work that day. At least they thought they were. But somehow they got delayed. They got stuck in traffic or something happened at home or their alarm did not go off. And because of that, they were late and they didn't get to work. And because they weren't at work, they didn't die when the Twin Towers fell. God protected people by keeping them away from that incident. You know, God often does that by keeping us out of more difficult circumstances. Sometimes the traffic or delay that we experience, just like for those people, is actually our protection because there might have been an accident on the road that we don't even know we avoided, but God knew would happen if we were there at that time. So he caused a delay to protect us. There are many ways that God protects us. I have heard wild stories about people that were actually in car wrecks but they had a supernatural experience that was like them literally going through the other car. Almost like God gave their car the ability to pass through the other car without being harmed. And both people saw what happened, but somehow their car ended up on the other side of that car and neither car was harmed and neither people in the driver's seats were harmed. Pretty wild. Hopefully, at some point, I can get someone on to share who has had that particular testimony. But I have heard at least two separate incidences where people have described an experience like that. Now, I personally have experienced angelic protection. I'm sure that we have all experienced protection from God supernaturally through angels and the Lord himself shielding us with his love. And sometimes we know, we know that there was nothing short of God protecting us that could have helped us out of an accident or a wreck or a situation like that unscathed. Sometimes he just protects us from the wrong people. Sometimes there are dangerous people around us and God supernaturally hides us from those people. You know, there could be a dangerous killer on the loose and God supernaturally hides a person from that. God does protect his people. There are all sorts of ways he can. Now, the majority of my personal experiences with protection have actually been related to accidents. For a while, I feel like the enemy had a target on me, and I had so many car accidents. But before that sounds really bad and makes me sound like a bad driver, none of them were my fault. It was crazy. It was things like I was stopped at a red stoplight in the middle of the day and a drunk driver would just slam into the back of me while I was stopped at the stoplight. There were actually at least three or four instances where I got hit, rear-ended, at a stoplight that I was stopped at. Pretty crazy, huh? At least four times, maybe even five that has happened to me. I was stopped, I wasn't driving, the light was red, it had been red, and suddenly, boom, someone not paying attention. There have also been instances where actually the worst car wreck that I was ever in, I was turning left on a green arrow, a protected green arrow, and I could see ahead of me that there was a truck, a very large truck with a load of lumber, 
that was barreling towards me. And I could tell that that person was not paying attention and did not see their red light or notice the other car stopped. And I could tell they were not even going to try to stop, at least not from where they were. They were not slowing down for the light. So thankfully, I saw him and I slammed on my brakes before I turned all the way into his lane. Now, if I had kept turning, that truck would have slammed into my passenger door and one of my friends was in the car with me and she likely would have been injured in a life-threatening way. So the first protection from the Lord in that incident was that I was able to see that truck coming. He allowed me to see that so that I could stop. But then this truck actually hit us head on, even though this guy could have avoided the accident by just swerving or at least slowed down. He didn't see us. He never saw us until he hit us. So he didn't try to slow down and he didn't try to swerve. So he hit us head on just the corner of my car. And there was so much damage to my car. And I was injured, but I didn't have any broken bones. I didn't have any serious damage. The airbags miraculously did not go off, which I was super grateful for because I'm very petite and the airbag actually could have injured me a lot worse than the accident itself. But this accident was bad enough that one of my close friends saw my car after the accident but didn't see me. And she was so convinced that this had been a horrific wreck and that I had she thought she thought that i had either seriously been injured or that i could have been killed and she even called my mom and told her that before my mom talked to me which i did not know about for years afterwards so oh my goodness she thought that she called my mom she panicked so much from the wreck that she started crying and she pulled into a person's driveway and parked because she didn't know what else to do and she started running down the street to come see us and see what happened and see if we were okay well see if I was okay she didn't know my other friend was in the car with me and she gets to us and she sees me standing there and you can just see the shock and awe and wonder on her face <laughs> And she's like, oh my God, you're okay. You're okay. And she looks at me and she says, the wreck was so bad. I was just certain that you had lost your legs and you're not, you didn't. You're standing here and you're walking around and you're fine. Y'all, that could have only been the Lord's protection. If you saw my car, it was a really bad wreck. And yes, I did have to do physical therapy and some other things, but it could have been so much worse than it was. And I'm going to share an, another little story about that specifically later on, but it kind of goes with all of the accidents that happened to me during that time frame. But there's one specific one I want to share with you because that specific accident, actually, it wasn't, it wasn't even quite an accident. The Lord actually protected me from it really being an accident. It was just a crazy road incident. That's what we will call it. <laughs> that particular incident, I knew without a shadow of doubt that God himself had sent angels to protect me or by his mighty hand had protected me himself and his power. It was actually right after I moved to Tennessee and I was having a really hard day. It was hard to adjust. I moved here without knowing anybody. I didn't have any friends. I had no family. I was having some challenges with 
the living situation that I was in and work stuff. And it was just a lot at the time. And, and I really relaxed at that point in my life by going on drives in the country. I was really used to doing that when I lived in California. I would take my car and I'd go on a drive along the coast and on the coastal roads and it was beautiful and it was just a way to unwind and I could go to the beach. Well, in Tennessee, there's no beach and it was a rainy day, but I just wanted to decompress and blow off some steam and feel better and I felt like I needed to go to a, on a drive to do that. So someone had suggested this route that they said was pretty And, you know, it wasn't quite like the country roads in California I was used to. There was quite a bit of traffic, and it it wasn't very long in the country area before you got to population. And when I say population, I mean the, the town. But it was pretty for a little bit, so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna drive out here. And remember, I said it was a rainy day, so I got to the stop sign, and I was leaving the stop sign, And when I started leaving the stop sign, I wasn't even speeding. I couldn't have been. I hadn't picked up that much speed yet. But I left the stop sign. And as I started getting up to speed, I went over this patch of road that was like uneven. Kind of like they had maybe worked on the road, but not fully patched it up yet. You know, like the rumble strip on a road. It felt kind of like that, but it wasn't the rumble strip. So my car went over that. But because my tires didn't have full traction on the pavement with that uneven road, the uneven road actually lifted my tires up just enough off of the solid road contact that the water on the road from the rainstorm got under my tires and caused me to start hydroplaning. It was crazy because I wasn't on a freeway. This was a back road. I just left a stop sign. But I just picked up speed to the normal speed and this happens and my car starts hydroplaning and I feel myself lose total control of the car because there's no traction and my car starts turning into the wrong lane like fishtailing and I try to correct because there are cars coming in my direction. I mean, this isn't like an empty road. There was traffic all over. There were cars behind me and there were cars on the other side of the road. So my car is fishtailing in and out of the other traffic and I'm narrowly missing hitting cars head on. And I know that if your car goes into a spin, you're supposed to turn into the spin. But if I had done that in this instance, I would have been on the wrong side of the road and I would have been hit by the oncoming traffic. So there wasn't an easy answer to this. So I'm trying to correct as best I can on this road And I have zero traction and my car's fishtailing and I don't have control. I'm not able to get it grounded on the road again. And it's going in and out of oncoming traffic. And I'm seeing a car in front of me and I'm like seeing my life flash before my eyes. And this happens at least three or four times. I narrowly miss having a direct head-on collision with another car. And then I feel the wheel like pull in the other direction. Like, I still have no traction on the road, but instead of fishtailing in the direction of the oncoming cars, my car starts heading in the other direction, which is off the road. Now, off the road wasn't a great option either for a lot of reasons, which I'll explain in a second. I didn't even really know all of the reasons at the time, 
But there were trees on that side. There were telephone poles and things. And there was very little space for me to miss a tree or a telephone pole and not wrap my car around it. But I just felt like in that moment, I was not going to fight whatever was pulling me to that side off the road because I felt like the safest place that I could be at that moment because I couldn't gain traction on the road was off the road. I felt like if I hit a tree or something like that, that would be better than hitting another car head on because that's potentially harming another person and you have impact from both directions that way. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let it happen. And I I probably let go of the wheel at this point because there was nothing I could do but pray, you know? And I go off the road and I missed a telephone pole by about a foot or less. And then I missed another tree on this other side by about a foot or less. And what ends up happening is that I end up running into a whole bunch of really tiny trees, like shrubs, basically. And I go over these trees (laughs) And those trees slowed my car down and stopped my car. And all of a sudden, there I am, stopped on solid ground off the road, no longer fishtailing, no longer seeing these cars come at me head on, and no longer worried about hitting a telephone pole or a tree. And I am almost in disbelief that I'm okay. I like get out of the car in that moment and I actually feel my body to make sure it's still there. And I feel the ground, like, can I feel the ground still? I'm still here, right? And I look in the car and I'm like, okay, nobody in the car. This is my body. That's the ground. And I just start, I like kissed the ground, okay? This is the only time I've ever, I kissed the ground that I was on and I thanked the Lord for protecting me. I knew that that was godly protection. I knew that he had sent his angels to protect me. And then it gets even crazier. I look around my car and there is not a dent or a scratch on my car. In fact, the only dent on my car was not my car itself. It was my license plate. My license plate on the front of my car took every bit of impact of those small trees that slowed me down, and there was not a dent on my actual car, not even a scratch. And at this point, other people are coming out of their cars, like on the side of the road to check on me. And at that point, they tell me, do you realize that there's a river down there? You almost went into the river. So not only was I missing telephone poles and trees, I missed going into the river. Like my car could have ended up in the river and I could have ended up in a drowning type incident, not able to get out of my car. The Lord protected me on all sides. And in the midst of that, there wasn't even a scratch on my car. And when they came, they're like, oh my God, are you okay? (laughs) Everyone's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yes. God protected me. It's a miracle. And I'm like ready to jump for joy, you guys. And I look at them with this big ecstatic smile on my face. And I said, there's not even a dent or a scratch on my car. It's a miracle. And everybody was just flabbergasted. I did have to have my car towed off of the trees because it was stuck, but there wasn't a scratch on my car. There wasn't even an accident report because no accident actually happened. God protected me in such a profound way. 
So God does protect us, and we have to give him credit where credit is due. And sometimes, even in the midst of a delay, we just need to thank him for whatever he is protecting us from in the midst of the delay and ask him to clear it up so that there's no more delay. I'm talking about those times you're stuck in traffic and things like that, you know. But one more thing, and then I'm going to close us out. Last year, I was at a conference, and the Lord led me into this really beautiful encounter with Jesus. And in the encounter, I was dancing with Jesus, and he was speaking to me, and he was making me remember all of these intense incidents in my life where I had either gone through trauma in relation to losing people I cared about or emotional trauma, but also incidences with accidents and things. And the Lord showed me how he had been there with me in all of it. He showed me how he had held me when I was a little girl and I found out my grandfather had died. He showed me how he gave me a heads up and he was with me in that moment and he comforted me. And one of the things that he showed me in that vision was how he had protected me in each of the accidents I was in. You know, it might have been easy for me to get angry and bitter with the Lord when all of those accidents were happening, especially because I did sustain physical injuries, just nothing that was measurable on an x-ray. I sustained soft tissue injuries, and I had to go through physical therapy. For a long time, I dealt with chronic pain. And you know, you might wonder, well, why didn't God just stop the accident? But what the Lord revealed to me was that Jesus had been there and he had actually cushioned the accident. That if he hadn't been, that I would have actually taken more impact and it would have been much worse. And that in those accidents, I could have been injured far worse or I could have been killed if he hadn't personally taken the impact in his body. Jesus showed me himself between my car and the car that hit me. And the one that was really highlighted to me was that head-on accident that I shared about earlier that was so bad because that was also the one that injured me the most. And the Lord has really healed my body in so many ways over the years. So don't get me wrong. He didn't just leave me where I was in pain. But that was the accident that I sustained the worst injuries. And it was really hard. And I did deal with a lot of anger for a long time. Not at the Lord, but at the person who hit me, at the situation, at dealing with pain, you know. But the Lord showed me in that moment that he had been with me in that, that he had protected me, and he had taken some of that impact in his body to make sure that I lived and I wasn't injured worse. And you know, my friend saw the results of that accident, and she was so sure that I had been injured worse. And she knew that it was a miracle when she saw me that day. Well, I knew that it was a miracle too, but it wasn't until the Lord revealed to me how he himself had taken the impact of that accident to protect me from any further damage that I really fully understood. So the Lord protects us. He shields us with his love. He himself is a shield for us. Jesus gave his body for us to protect us and to heal us his blood protects us and god sends his angels to guard us and protect us so i hope that encourages you and you know if you ever want a loved one to be protected or you ever have concern or fear about a certain thing 
Repent of that fear and give it to God and ask the Lord to send his angels to protect you and to guard you and to protect and cover and guard your loved ones because he does and he will. I hope you have a blessed week and I will talk to you next week. Where do you begin?